That's how I feel when Only person who can stop you is the man in the mirror When you look down at your wrists and you see money When you look at your shoes and you see money When that scarf on your neck means money Burberry scars, shrimp and perion Living like a comet, moving amongst the stars Hundred thousand dollar sports cars Silk massage, menage a trois Yes, I fit a boss Burberry scars, shrimp and perion Living like a comet, moving amongst the stars Hundred thousand dollar sports cars Silk massage, menage a trois Yes, ladies and gentlemen on YouTube, and for the first time ever on Twitch, welcome to Top Rope Wrestling Talk. Shout out to Devin and David, all the people in the live chat already. Shout out to Twitch. After that dope countdown music and shells, I am ready to ride. Yes. Speaking of rides, unfortunately... Grandma Wendy got stuck somewhere near Delaware on the way back from a family event, and she's not going to be able to make it tonight. Uh, oh, Wendy. Not her fault. Not her fault. No, we will not miss. her fault. Yes. So this Definitely literally does miss. become a two-man power trip. And in case you're watching us for the first time, yes, folks, the person that's running his mouth, basically, is me. Yes, me, not DDP but the greatest prediction champ in wrestling podcast history. I am your producer, your soundboard, by God extraordinaire, the jack of all trades, the master of absolutely none. The one, the only, the South Philly psycho, D-O-M. This music gets me amped, too. What's happening, bro? Cast. Shout out to YouTube, Justin. Nick. Nick, my man. Let's fucking go. Where's my cheese grater? And no episode of Top Rope feels complete without the founder of Top Rope Wrestling Talk. I got it right, even though I'm on the opposite side. Me. If you don't know this man, he is the man, the myth. The one with the majestic beard and the Burberry scarf. The biggest MJF mark you will ever meet. The salt of the earth of podcasting and high class one. Bruce. Holy shit. I'm a smoker. I shouldn't do that. No, you definitely should not. Yes, I am. And he knows it. Yes, I do. See, we got it right this week, Dom. We got it right this week. We're improving. We're learning. We are improving. I didn't even put us on screen between the the countdown and the intro this time. I wised up. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Look at that. See, we're good. Um, Yeah, so there was some... I don't know. For me, this week wasn't like a huge, like newsworthy week. Um, 
of wrestling. Were there good matches and good segments? Absolutely. Yeah. But, I mean, we've had some pretty interesting weeks these past <clears throat> few weeks. Um, you know, one of the things that's been going around on <clears throat> on the Twitter machine um, is everyone's speculation uh, on Alexa, Alexa Bliss. You know, all the, the dirt sheets that we love, you know. Ka-ching. Yeah. Um, no, they're basically saying that that she's on hiatus and and creative has nothing for her and all of this stuff. And she keeps saying that's not true. That's not true. And then she finally posted, I guess, uh, posted a picture. The only, the only reason why I know about this picture and that she posted it is because Lance Storm made. I don't even know if this joke was like a bad joke. But he made a joke on it. She actually had some skin cancer removed from from her right, face. That part I heard. Um, and Lance Storm basically says uh, something along the lines of, "And you guys used to, you guys all laughed at the old timers for getting those spray tans." <laughs> okay, <sighs> it, it's not a bad joke. It's more of a more of a dad joke, but okay. Yeah. Like I'll go with that. It's it's it could have been worse. It really could. <laughs> yeah, it, it it really it really could have been way worse. Um, it, yeah, you know, I just kind of wanted to get that out. Like like I don't know, I don't know why that bothered me so much. You know, but the part like, that like, bothered the part that bothered me so much about it was before the picture came out, before she said anything, the sources were saying that she kind of had a walkout kind of like yeah. me and and Sasha Mercedes whatever you want to call mm -hmm. her and Naomi has since announced that she's done with WWE so there is that too but she you know Alexa staged a walkout she's going elsewhere well maybe she'll end up in New Japan well maybe she's going to no Asia. well she has ties to Impact she yeah in cancer y'all calm the <laughs> my sources say calm the fuck down <laughs> like Ooh, <laughs> yeah. No, it, it. I don't know. The shit, shit's stupid. Like that. I don't know. I don't even know why people would say. I. I, I guess I do know why people would say stuff like that because you know they get clicks. Yeah. So, you know what, Justin? You, us, Clark Street, everybody, a lot, of, a lot of people. On behalf of all of us, our sources say. Yes. Yes. So let's let's move on to um CM Punk some CM Punk news. I'm sure you saw the quote that that he he sent out on his Instagram, I think it was. Honestly, I, mean, I unfollowed Phil. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I actually, I lie, actually man. No, it's all good. Like I didn't even like it was shared by other wrestlers. That's that's how I knew it was legit. Like, I didn't see it. <clears throat> so, good old Phil. Oh, boy. Goes on and, and he says, Sigh, I wasn't cleared to come back to wrestle yet. Then, then plan was to wrestle at the pay-per-view. I sat and listened to Moxley's Rocky Three idea. I explained how I had never seen a Rocky movie. And I thought the idea sucked, 
but if the boss wanted to do do it, whatever. He said he wouldn't lose to me. Okay, talking about Moxley. I never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. I just laughed. I asked Tony if this was uh, what he wanted. He said yes. <clears throat> He's the boss. So I said, okay, but I'd, I'd need to be cleared first. They kept saying it could just be a squash, so I don't need to be cleared. I scoffed at that. My health is more important. Dave Meltzer is a liar. Jericho is a liar and, and a stooge. There were, there were plans, but plans always change. But I'll never put a company above my health ever again. That was a mouthful. Yeah, that was a mouthful like six or seven months too late too, wasn't it? <laughs> you think? <clears throat> and like, why? The one thing in there that I don't get is, why would you want to squash CM Punk? Like, like why, why, why would you do that to him? Why would you let, like, Moxley's great. Yes, he's Mr. AEW. I will not deny that. He took that mantle from Cody when Cody left, and he's fucking took it and ran with it. But why would you let your biggest moneymaker get squashed at a pay-per-view to John Moxley? I have no clue. And, and... Not for nothing, but, you know, even John Moxley himself, going back to that time, had said he was going to take some time off after that pay-per-view. Yeah. So I don't... I get where you're coming from, but, like, I don't know if Phil is being completely honest here. He did have six or seven months to work up this story. He No, he has. He has. So do you All of think a sudden, he was not cleared, and he's just... Now, that, like, nobody came up with that. All of a sudden, yeah. Mox didn't want to lose to him, but Mox was the one that carried the company twice and was taking time off. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't believe him, but I kind of don't fucking believe him. <laughs> Holy shit. You, you know what just kind of popped into my head? I know this probably won't happen. Not so, so, you know, the women's division has mm -hmm. the, the faction of the outsiders. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So what if this is setting up CM Punk to come back and be that as he was in WWE at the end of his run, anti-corporate, anti-company CM Punk? And he puts together a faction of male wrestlers, kind of like an NWO style or, or you know, any, any, any style faction like that. Hmm. In in AEW, like a four man team, would Miro be involved? Um, uh, possibly. I know it would probably be him and FTR. If so, I'm in. <laughs> well, I we're miss gonna Miro. Talk, we're gonna talk about Miro actually later on in the show. I got I got something that I actually found. Stay right tuned, before, folks. Right before we went on air, I found it. I had not seen this bit of news or or even heard anything remotely close to what it is this is the first time hearing of it but brucey and i've been doing this for three years so we're like right here yeah it's like the perfect segue for later yeah it but was yeah i mean I, I just 
I feel like because here's the thing, you know he's coming back. You know he never left AEW. He's still on the trailers. I mean, hmm. he's coming back. Everything that hit, I, it's all a work. It's all a gimmick. It's it's all turning into a a long t- long story. You know what? Even if it even if it is like some kind of weird pause storytelling booking whatever, I gotta tell you at this point. I am completely off the off the rails with it. Like I, I was completely turned off by the entire situation. I, I didn't like I didn't like his press conference. I didn't like the fight. I didn't like the fact that he's been gone and pretty much like mum for the last six months. Well, he has a I, torn he has a torn pec. Okay, you got a torn pec. Can you can you use your phone with one hand because you sent this out? You know what I'm saying? Like he was just completely quiet. He was off at MMA events and with goofy he's hair getting, and a bad getting, suit. He's getting ready for his return. Even if it was a work at this point, I just, I just, I don't care. God, that works for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. Like the first time he came to AEW, I mean. I, Kathy and I did a watch along of Rampage just to see if he was going to debut. And when he did, we both lost our fucking minds. I was a fan of this guy. My son was a fan of this guy. My son fucking hates him now. I have no reason to like this dude or care. So if he comes back, it's like, okay, I guess I'll get to hear Cult of Personality again. That part is cool. But the rest of it, I don't give a shit. Okay. Okay. I mean... I'd like to see him back in the ring. Do I think he's a fucking? Do I do I think he's a a good person? No, hell no. But as a wrestler and in the ring, yeah, I want to watch him compete. I want to watch him wrestle. I like his character on TV, and 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 I like what he does in the ring. So yeah, see, my, I want to see him back. My biggest question right now is: Did Bruce add this to the rundown when we found out Wendy wasn't going to make it? Because she would have torn you to shreds over that. <laughs> I, I actually, actually, With I the put stuff this I'm on, saying. I'm being nice. I actually put this on the rundown specifically for Wendy, just because I oh. love the reaction on her face when we talk about this man. Okay, I do love that. I do love that. I don't like to make her mad, but I do love oh, when I she do. reacts to Punk. It's great. Oh, it's, fun. It really it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's like I know what 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 wrestlers and what segments to talk about that'll poke at those buttons. <laughs> Folks, if you're in the live chat, you're missing nothing on SmackDown. We've got our correspondent to tell you everything that's going on. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Yes. Thank you once again. Um. But yeah, I, I it's, it's I think it's just one big story, you know. And and I I think the the FTR contracts and stuff like that are 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 part of the thing part of playing into this, and they are going to oh, become like a tree putting their putting their careers on the line. Mm-hmm. They would have to they would have to beat guns though, in order to stay in AEW and form this faction. Whereas a they lot will. of people are saying they're using this as a way out to move to someplace else possibly wwe okay no, i i i think i think tony tony's gonna do the right thing and put the belts on them they deserve I mean, nothing less than that the they only did, team did, did. the only team to this point to put their career on the line is aw 
in AEW were the Young Bucks to get a tag team mm-hmm. title match. And mm-hmm. clearly they're still here. Yeah. At least for the moment. I don't know if FTR would go back. But it's not where, another where realm. What are they going to go back to? Jobbing to the Usos again? Well, you know, things play out the way they do. The Usos might not even be tag champs after Mania. Maybe. And that might leave a spot for them. But that's not what's going to happen. They're going to keep their titles. Hmm. I don't know lately, but I think we're going to talk about that too. So. Actually, speaking Actually. of that, segway. speaking of that, segue right into the Sammy and KO hug of last week. Right. The hug scene round the world. What do you what do you what do you want to talk? What, what did you what was your take out of this? What was your take from this? Okay, so obviously because we go- both had our theories. Yeah. I had to go back and watch this because if you were here for last week's episode, as I, as I was signing off, we got a message in the chat saying that these two hugged. And I went, oh, holy shit, breaking news. You know, stay fresh cheese bags, and we signed out. I went back and watched, and yeah, I mean, face value, again, everything looks like it's on the up and up. Like, Kev finally, you know, Gave in after Sammy has been bailing him out and browbeating him in the back and trying to tell him he's a changed man. But you know what? I, again, if you've watched, I've, I've had this theory that Sammy is just pulling Kaiser Soze all along, right? Mm-hmm. And even, I think it might have been Chris or somebody from our, our admin team, Top Rope on Facebook, greatest group, um, yes. said to me, well, this shoots holes in your theory, doesn't it? I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> if you think about it, if you think about it, the two biggest problems outside of Sammy that the bloodline have are Kevin Owens and Cody Rhodes. Sammy Zayn is now tight and in the ear and in the mind of both of them. So if he's doing this on behalf of the tribal chief, what better way to keep the bloodline on top with gold than to make everybody believe that Sammy has left and he's turned a new leaf and he's all these things where come WrestleMania, psych, and now you're screwed. Like no title okay. Sammy and KO because Sammy cost KO. No, no belt for Cody because Sammy and the Usos get involved. Yeah. Perfect way. To, I mean, to to add it another another twist to this story that's already had plenty. Keep people interested. Keep these guys on top, and give the man without a name a chance to get to a thousand days before Cody possibly sneaks back in and takes those titles. Yeah. Um. I'm still, I am where I was. It it, it changed nothing. It was a beautiful moment. When I saw it, I teared up. That's why, you know, this episode is called Two Man Power Trip with a question mark, and there they are. It's not just because you have a two man power trip on screen. 
uh, of course I want Sammy and KO to be back together, but let's think let's think for a minute. How many times from ROH till today has one screwed the other over? Yeah. Yeah. It, if, it, our, it, it, if our it, network it, it, had that many subs- if if our network had a subscriber for every time Kevin screwed Sammy or Sammy mm. screwed Kevin from ROH to now, we'd be monetized already on both platforms. And we only been yeah. and we only been at it for two weeks. So really guys, I I, I know what you, I, I hear what guys like Chris and some of the other people that watch our show is are saying, you know, oh that shot holes in your theory. It really didn't. It just ratcheted up, ratchet, ratcheted up the intensity and the emotion going into WrestleMania. So when Sammy, so when and if Sammy does go back to the bloodline, there are going to be some very broken-hearted, very mad people, and not just in a ring. Okay. All right. I like that. I understand. I see where you're coming from. My. So, so- yeah, it's a two-man power trip. What's your take on yeah, this? Whole my thing? my here's here's my this is my take on the whole fucking thing. Um, I I'm 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 in the air on the theories. Like like I I could see yours happening, but I could also see mine happening as well. You know, but the biggest thing for me and this whole budding Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes is the fact that Sami Zayn has taken all the shine away from Cody Rhodes in this storyline because it's centrally focused on Sami Zayn and they had to inject Cody Rhodes into an ongoing storyline so they could build his match to WrestleMania, which Sami is overshadowing, in my opinion. You know... I, I really do. I really think Sami Zayn's stealing all of Cody Rhodes' thunder. I I disagree, but I see where you're coming from. Like, Sami's been amazing. There's a reason he was number one on my too soon top five, okay? Uh, it, he's been tremendous, but Cody has been on fire as well. Like, that crowd is in the palm of his hand. He can say anything with, with to directly to the tribal chief these days. And people get behind it, and even even Paul Heyman looks a little worried, clutches those belts. I mean, it's it's not like one is overshadowing the other. They are both on fucking fire right now, and and kind of you you know inter interweaving the two stories together is pretty brilliant. You know, even even Monday on Raw, Cody was you know talking about Solo, and Solo tried to snap on him, and Roman stopped him and walked away. And Cody said, "See, I told you you weren't ready." And Solo wanted to jump back in the ring, and he's just standing there. And Roman's like, practically went, "The fuck's wrong with you?" <laughs> like like yeah. between Sammy and Cody, it looks like the bloodline is falling apart. Looks can be deceiving, especially if only one of them is truly trying to take that family apart. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I, I see it. I I I can see both happening. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, it, I, I, I just don't have much to say on this because it's fucking. Yeah, Roman. But- 
Well, I get that, but that's the thing is like that's the that's the beauty part of of following this road to WrestleMania. I know I said we derailed here and there with the Bray thing, and I know he's injured or there's something going on, so him and Bobby are off. I know that much, but when you go, when you look at this, there's so many things that can happen and so much intrigue behind it that it makes you kind of want to tune in and and catch the next wrinkle, or or catch the next promo battle or catch mm-hmm. the next whatever to try and piece it together. Because going into last year's WrestleMania, even any of Roman's title defenses, you went, oh well, you know he's going to win. Like his family's going to help him. He's going to fucking win. He, yeah. Even when he was facing Edge and Daniel Bryan at the same time, you were like, they don't stand a chance. He's going to win. Yeah. Going into this one, you're like, man, or at least I'm like, man, Cody has a legitimate shot at taking both the both these belts from him. And it would take something like Sammy pulling a massive swerve to help Roman. But will he do it? Are we gonna see a new champion? Or is the bloodline falling apart? Like, there's so many questions leading into this one that we did not have last year, or maybe even the year before, when we all had to sit and watch it with like Clark Street and yeah. and guys from Suplex. We were just like, we got to the we got to the main event. We're like, we know who's winning this shit. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, like nobody was. Well, Devin was excited, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, Devin was excited for obvious reasons, but the rest of us were just like. Yeah, yeah, I know what's going to happen. Cue the half an hour match at midnight, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This at least I... feels different, and I'm into that. I don't know. And last but not least, hi, Brian. What's happening, homie? We love you. I just feel like Cody's going over. Like, there's, there's no if, and, or but about it. Wait, wait, let me just scroll up. Is Devin in the chat? I don't see him. Oh, please let Cody go over. Oh, please let Cody go over. I love the man. I defended the man. It would be total vindication for him and me. (laughs) At one point, I was calling myself the American Nightmare of Podcasting because it was pissing other people off. That's how much I love Cody Rhodes. So if you wanna if you wanna let him take both those belts in a mania main event with all the pyro in Hollywood and, and him crying and everything else, I I'm gonna jump out of my fucking seat. I'm gonna okay. love every fucking second of it. I'm gonna show up here exclusively on the Bloodline Network April 7th, and I am going to gloat so fucking hard if it happens. <laughs> So fucking hard. You think Devin's good? Wait till you hear me. (laughs) You think Brucey's good? Wait till you hear me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let's talk about another great champion. Actually, I can't even say that because the first champion we were talking about isn't even that great. We didn't talk about MJ. Burn! forgot we weren't talking about mjf <laughs> um see what i mean folks <laughs> <laughs> i'm just biding my time till april 7th i really <laughs> um <clears throat> we got vikingo versus kenny omega this past wednesday night on dynamite Ooh, um I just want to say I have not seen 
a Meltzer rating on this match. I have seen wrestling fan ratings, and I've seen nothing less, excuse me, than six stars on the Twitter, on the Twitter machine. And for once, um, Twitter's not wrong. Um, yeah, that match was fucking amazing. Amazing. And that's one of the, like, that's one of those matches where it's like, do a lot of those people know who Vikingo was? Maybe, maybe not. Nah. But maybe what they, not. but they know who he is now. Yeah. You sure <laughs> should do now. They sure as shit know who he is now. They put, oh my God, a spectacle. <clears throat> Dom, I just, please, I know you, <laughs> I know you're dying to talk about this. I, I am, I am. Just give me one second because I love Brian's comment here. Oh God, between Psycho calling himself the American Nightmare and, Bruce's, and Bruce being the hype man for MJF, the two egos wouldn't even fit, on, fit in the damn solar system. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened before on this show. Go back. <laughs> but when it came to this match, oh, oh my God. Just, just all of it. All of it. I was freaking out. I was loving every moment of it. I, at one point when we were talking about, when we were talking about Vikingo, called him the Seth Rollins of Mexico. Yes. Because he can do it all and he can get it all over. He went out in that ring with Kenny Omega and he proved every last word I said about him. Mm -hmm. And Kenny, who really hasn't had a singles match since his comeback, yeah. looked, like, looked like the guy who was PWI number one uh -huh. before he left. The guy that had to give up that title, as Justin Roberts was saying, that Vikingo was holding yep. due to injuries after yep. one of the longest reigning mega championship reigns. Yeah. After one of the longest reigns in history. There. That took a it bit. Was, it was brutal. It was technical. It was high-flying. It was slightly hardcore. That match belonged on a pay-per-view. And we got it for absolutely free, free on a Wednesday night. The thing that I was surprised about is that AAA let Vikingo be shown on television in America because he did a, a I think it was a uh, a GCW show or or somewhere else, and AAA blocked him from showing their his match on on their show. So basically, they black they, re they recorded the show, <clears throat> blanked the match out, and cut the tape. Right? It's been 50-50 because they, they wouldn't allow him to show that. But then he did have a match on Impact. Now, this was about a year or two ago that they actually did air. Mm -hmm. So it's weird. I, I don't know. Maybe because maybe Tony helps out with AAA or something they, you know, or since he lent them Kenny for so long, they were like, all right, we'll give you a match. Maybe they finally did want people to see what this guy was all about. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot, let's be honest, it's a lot easier to let him go out and have a match in America when it's going to be on national TV and the champion of your promotion is going to get the opportunity to show out in front of 
God knows how many, you know, God knows how many hundreds of thousands of people. And a lot of which, as you said, probably didn't even know who the fuck he was. Mm -hmm. And those people probably went and started looking up AAA matches of Vikingo to get more of an idea of him. And now you have a whole new fan base. Yep. So, you know, while AEW isn't mainstream, it is the most mainstream company outside of the E. And so, yeah, maybe mm -hmm. Conan's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Why not? Yeah. Can't blame him. I would be surprised if he doesn't send some other guys over there just to get them on TV, just to get them in one of those matches to show people, like, this is what we got down here. You need to pay attention. Like, Triple Mania is coming. You need to buy this. Uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. They probably, and that's probably what it was. They're probably going to have the rematch at Triple Mania for the title. That's going to that's gonna be the payback for to triple a is kenny's gonna go to mexico and and get it and have the rematch yeah. uh -huh. yeah. uh -huh. and that's a prediction not a spoiler okay we don't have yes. any sources brucey just came up with that i just i just dropped my knowledge and it wouldn't so surprise were... me at all if that's exactly how it worked out like tony yeah. told him okay you you put him in a match on dynamite i'll let kenny go to triple mania and have the rematch yeah. Cool. Deal. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. So there was a spot in this match that happened that I'm sure oh, just yeah. about everybody cringed when they saw it. Uh, so Vikingo did what was it? A a four four fifty is what he did. Six thirty. A six thirty over the extra rotation. Yes, <laughs> he, he he did a six thirty uh, over the ropes through cat. Uh, onto Kenny through a table, but in the process, the back of his head hit the uh, hit the ring apron. Right. Oh, the hardest part of the ring, too, Wendy. If you're right on the hardest part of the ring. Yes. <laughs> um. And 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 our and our great admin Chris brought a brought a tweet to to our our attention from from crowbar yes the same crowbar that was a wrestler in wcw uh, and in other WCW. places yes had it, got an interview on the rewind network you know that guy in fact i yes. have the tweet up here in front of me where he literally he he pulled a clip of of yeah, like kingo hitting his head and and the first thing he says above the video is make better choices Today's wrestlers are without question the most athletically gifted generation of wrestlers ever. This guy clearly has amazing athleticism and could have chosen an and could have chosen an equally amazing but safer maneuver that would have gotten just as great of a reaction from that audience. Accidents will always happen, but choices like this increase the likelihood of an accident. And then Chris had asked us does he have a point? Well, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's it's a great point, but I don't know. They they just like taking they take those risks. But here's the thing: like he says that, but how many how how many times do you think he's done that move in his career? And how many times do you think he's fucked that move up? I don't think he's probably ever done only it. a couple. I don't think he's ever tried it. I'll be honest. 
I'll be honest. And, and you know what? As much as I think he has a point, he says it himself in the tweet he put out. Accidents happen. Yes. He didn't even need to pick a safer move. You know what he needed to do? He needed to pull that table out a little bit. Or he needed to get a little bit more of an arc over the top rope. It was a it was an absolute accident. This man mm-hmm. has pulled this move off in AAA. I've seen it and come away scot-free. Maybe he was a little geeked up because he's on national television in America. Maybe he's a little geeked up because he's in the ring with a guy who was PWI's number one before he got hurt. Maybe it was both. But as he says in that tweet, accidents happen. So when I think he's got, so I think he's got a point, but I think he's got a point when he said those two words. It's not, it, there's no such thing as a safer tope over the top rope through a table. Mm-mm. There is no, what was he going to, was he going to do a leg drop and then maybe he breaks his tailbone landing on the concrete? <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. I, and I'm not saying this from a position of complete ignorance either. So, you know, it, it's, you have a point, but you have a point when you said those two little words, accidents happen. I mean, yeah, you you are absolutely right about all these wrestlers, this generation being amazingly gifted and talented, and this, yes. and this particular man being tremendously gifted. But there is not one other move over the top rope to the floor through a table that will that that can't end with an accident happening. Not one. So I I've got a I've got a I had a, a I, I would say at this moment in time a casual wrestling fan that is a that is a close personal friend of both of our of both of me and Dom. That's our boy Vito. He messaged me today. Ah I, I just get boys. I, what's up, D man? I, I just, <laughs> just want to. He goes. He goes. I owe you the deepest of apologies. I, I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Aww. He's like, you knew AEW was that fire. I said, you damn right, I did. <laughs> he was uh, hating. He was and, hating hard. And, and and here's the thing. <clears throat> this this match that we were just talking about, Kenny Omega and Vikingo. Is what made him realize how great the wrestling actually is in AEW. Yeah. And I don't think while he was watching that match and he saw Vikingo come over the top with the 630, he thought, wow, he should have picked a safer move. Yeah, no, he didn't think that at all. He yeah, did I mean, not think that. Well, nothing, against, <laughs> no, nothing against Crowbar. I like the guy. But wasn't he like in the hardcore division in WCW? I know it's not exactly ECW, but it was still like they did some crazy shit. He did some crazy shit. Yeah. You mean to tell me you, you actually thought like what was going to be safe before you before you let somebody bludgeon you with something? Like, mm-hmm. wait, did you, did you swab that with alcohol? I could get an infection. <laughs> Like, nobody does that shit. Come on. I got the blade marks to prove it. Okay, homie. Stop. Boo-boo, stop. I love you, but stop. That's some bullshit. I mean, D-Man, you just said what's up. Did you see Vikingo versus Kenny Omega and Vikingo with yeah. the 630 hit his head? Did you think he should have picked a safer move? I yeah. don't. No. I don't. 
that crowd went crazy. I went crazy. It took till that after is- the fact for me to realize he even hit his head. And even then I was like, oh man, I hope he's okay. But that shit was awesome. You know? <laughs> One of the other things that was pretty awesome about that match was Kenny Omega's entrance. When the crowd did the North Carolina, and mm. then and then oh, they then, and then they did, oh, excuse me, the Kenny, and then they did the oh man, like they they did the whole yeah, yeah. That was that was that was actually pretty fucking awesome. Even my wife, God love her, like she was exhausted going into that match. And I was like, why don't you go to bed? And she's like, I got to see Kenny's intro. I was like, okay. So so we get the North Carolina and all that. We get the we get the Kenny Omega, we get the music. And all of a sudden she's just going, and she's wide awake. She's screaming at this match. And she's going, oh my God, everything else. And, and she went from, I'm just going to watch the intro and then I'm going to bed to, oh my God, holy shit, that was amazing. What are we going to do now? Like she was just uh, fucking amped out of her mind. She was 10 seconds from going to sleep. I swear to you. I know this woman. Uh, she was dead. And, and and it was like that match brought her back to life from the intro of Kenny Omega. Yeah. <clears throat> like so, that's when you know somebody's good. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so we all know it's WrestleMania season. It's the road to WrestleMania, and it's coming to an end. Um, We're getting there. Jesus, next week. Man. But but the thing that always happens after Mania, um, not only the Raw after Mania. Um, of course. There's, there's, there's usually some NXT call-ups yeah, that happen. Typically. typically yeah. And... Honestly, the only two that I could see that could have a, a possible legitimate chance to make it on the main roster is Braun Breaker or Carmelo. Um, in which they have a title match at the at the upcoming show for NXT. Yes. Now I've been waiting for that, by the way. There's there's been links and and rumors and possibles and 50-50s and stuff like that. But uh it looks like a lot of fans want Carmelo in this new version of the hurt business. Oh. Um like I guess I guess the, the fans put together a new version with the street profits, Carmelo. Um and Omos, yeah. As, okay, as minus like Omos, you know. Yeah, that dude. Come on, that guy. But but streets, garbage. what's happening, homie? Make sure y'all ch- y'all check out Roto Slappers on the Blood on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. By the way, that yes. man is incredible. Like he covers fantasy sports, he covers free agency, NFL, b- baseball, you name it. Streets oh, and Roto Slappers, uh, Roto Slappers got you. So make sure after we're done to go check for their next live stream, like it, ring the bell on the page, get ready. That's my dude right there. Um, now getting getting back to the topic at hand, I don't I don't know if I want Mello in the Hurt business, but do I want him in WWE? Absolutely. Nothing against Bone Breaker. Nothing against him. If he came up, I'd be okay. I'd be cool with that too. But Mello is ready. The man, I 
the man is bringing a guy like Trick Williams up another notch just by being around him and running with him. Yeah. That's something you can't say about Braun Breaker. Like, he can get himself over, but but Mello is getting himself with somebody else at the same time. The man can yeah. talk. The man can do it all in the ring. He's got a mm-hmm. great look. Everybody's saying he should win the NXT title WrestleMania weekend. And I'm like, no, because then you won't be able to call him up. And people are like, well, you know, he's got to win the title before he goes. And, I, and, and my response to that is, why? Because you know who else didn't win an NXT title before she came up? Bianca Belair. How's she doing? Yeah. And she was mellow before mellow. Like, she was completely ready. She had all the tools. She could talk. She could wrestle. She had the, she had the look. The whole nine. But she never won the women's title there. She won no. a few now. Nope. She won a few now, though. <laughs> you think? Just a few. Just she's a kind of... If you haven't noticed, guys, she's, she's kind, kind of, of a big, big deal. deal. Exactly. Jeez. She's kind of a big deal. In WWE, she's in a big deal. And Mello could have that same trajectory in the men's division. You could put him, you could have him debut and put him in the ring with anyone. Anyone. And he and he could honestly, and you could honestly see him beating that person. Like, let's say it's the, the Raw after Mania. And Austin Theory has beat John Cena and he's out there talking shit. And then the next thing you know, Mello comes out. And challenges him to a fight, and Adam Pierce makes it a U.S. title match. You don't think Melo could walk out of there with the U.S. title on, on his on his opening night? That would be roster? amazing. That'd I be do. amazing, but they wouldn't do <laughs> they they wouldn't do that. It'd be I'm amazing. Not saying they they would. I'm that. saying if it happened, do you doubt that he could that he could take that title the first day in the door? I don't. Oh, know. absolutely, he could because he's that good. Absolutely, he's nothing been against that, he's been that good since the Indies. Exactly. Nothing against Braun Breaker. Braun is good, but he's limited. Mello is very good and feels like his potential is unlimited. There, there is the difference. And 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 here's here's you know this goes this goes way way back to when when old Vinnie Mac said they were done taking indie talent. And they were only gonna do nil. Uh, deals and stuff like that. Well, if they didn't take in any indie talent, they would not have Carmelo Hayes right now. If they didn't take in indie talent, we would have had an interview with the man soon to be known as Carmelo Hayes. It's the only reason he didn't come. Okay. (laughs) Not that I'm mad. This close. Literally had the date, the whole nine, and then he got signed to NXT and he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Like days before the interview. Not that I'm mad. Not that I'm mad at all. Not bitter. Just a little bit. A little bit. But yeah. I'm happy for him because look at what he's done. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. These things are freaking horrible. <laughs> can't see shit through them uh but yeah i i don't know like like i look at the two i look at braun breaker and i look at carmelo they're both ready for the main roster okay oh yeah now now i look at it this way if they bring braun breaker up where does he fit in 
really nowhere. You got you got to look, look at your roster. You've got carrying crosses. You've got the Bray Wyatt's. You know, you've got guys that are his build, his size, yeah. already doing what he's do what he what he does. Like, do you want to bring him up and risk? burying or 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 losing in the shuffle someone that you put a yeah. lot of stock in in NXT or do you bring up excuse me Carmelo Hayes that could fit in with a new hurt business he could revive hit row mm. you know um or he could just be a great solo solo wrestler just like just like he is right now in NXT like he would make more sense he can fit in where they need him to and they don't have a carbon copy of him running around already on the main roster you know that's that's how i look at it they're both main roster ready yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair enough. I was thinking something along the same lines. You know, like when I think about Braun Breaker, there are some guys like if I'm if he's coming up and I, you know, I already mentioned like Mello step into Austin Theory. Could you imagine like Braun Breaker versus say, oh God, what's his name? Christ, Bronson Reed. So Braun could really show off his power, like maybe pick this guy up and throw him around a little bit, hit a couple of suplexes, because you know Bronson can do it. He's athletic as hell for, uh-huh. his, for his size. It would be Absolutely. a tremendous attraction match. But then where do you go with him afterwards? Do you then say, like, um, you and Gunther for the Intercontinental title? Because I want that to be Pete Dunne. We talked about that last week. Yeah, but, but that kind of leaves him out. Or do you go you versus Austin Theory, like I brought up with Mello, US title? Yeah. Like, okay, but yeah, it's like meh. But with Mello, it just feels like your options are a little bit more. Available. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. It just feels like there are more options with this man than there are with Braun. Like you can bring him up, yeah. But then what do you do with him? You're not gonna, you're not gonna say, okay, you and Cody Rhodes next week, yeah. Or you and Roman, you know, you're 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 not gonna say you and Bobby Lashley, you know, yeah. I, I just, you know, it's just. Although I guess he is Bobby's available for Mania. I guess they could do that, but he's got to fight the day before, so that's kind of or, or the afternoon before, so that's kind of fucked up. That's I just all good. don't know. I, I love Braun. I think he's come a long way in a short time, like Mellow in a way. But I, I don't know what to do with. I don't know what to do with him on the main roster. I don't know what they do with him. Where he wouldn't just get, like you said, lost in the shuffle or doomed mm. to the mid card, or you know, something that a lot of NXT call ups have been subjected the, to since the, the days of black and gold, you know? Yeah. I mean, look at Karrion Cross. He, he, you know, when you look at him, you think, man, this guy should be dominating. And he's losing Matt. to Rey Mysterio. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's meh. Like, like I don't, I, I, I don't 
I don't know. I don't get it. Like, is this better than his first go around on the main roster? No, absolutely. No. But oh yeah. Well, yes, because there was no demolition gear and yeah. you know all that shit. But but at the same time, he's kind of like he's kind of just there. Yeah. And and I don't want that fate for Braun Breaker, but I don't mm-hmm. think that fate they put too I, much stock into him. I don't think Melo could possibly end up in that spot, but Braun could. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So speaking of an NXT call-up, hmm. a former NXT call-up in Miro. Ah. Let's, uh, let, let's talk a little Miro. Like I, I just saw, like I said, I just saw this um, before the show started. So we miss you, Redeemer. <laughs> it, it, it was said, and and I guess Tony had had um, mentioned this in in a in an interview. Uh, okay. So Tony Khan had pitched an idea to Miro in September for Full Gear to work right. with Adam Adam Page. This would have kicked off with Miro and Page being the last two participants in a battle royale. Page would throw him over. Miro refused. Khan had said said that after the pay-per-view they try and get back and obviously Miro hasn't been mentioned since. He has about three years left on his contract. Does he? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So is he is he really gonna so this was six months? But here's 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 the thing, they're He's pitching ideas to him. It's not like he doesn't want him on TV. Like Miro's, like said no. Like, well, dude, so, if you want, so, if you want it. Yeah, because what I'm what I'm getting from that is that obviously six months ago, like you said, he pitched the idea. Miro said no, yeah. and essentially Miro then took his ball, went home to his flexible wife. Pretty much. Uh, Damn it, Miro. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I get it. I, I do. I do. Like, he already came back. He got in the tournament. He lost the not intercontinental championship at the time. He had, like, a so-so feud with the with Malachi in the House of Black. That kind of petered out, mostly because, as I think we had done a show on, Malachi was having some mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, not exactly their faults, but but that kind of went south after, you know, having a pretty good comeback as the Redeemer leading into leading into I, that tournament and running through people. Yeah. And then, so to go from that to a so-so feud with Malachi Black, and then the next thing pitched to you is, oh, you're going to be the runner-up in a, you know, random casino battle royal for whatever the fuck reason. You're just like, yeah, I don't want to do that. That part I get. What I don't get is turning around and going home for six months. And then what what's next for you? Are you just going to sit home till 2026? But like, here's the thing. It was, that was the beginning of a long running feud with Hangman. So here's the thing. Basically, what they're saying is instead of it being Hangman and Moxley... It would have been Hangman and Miro. 
Ah, okay. Okay, that that makes sense. You know? I mean, could they have had a feud on the level of, like, Hangman? Hell yeah, they could have. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think they could have. I really do. I mean, Miro, when he was there, had some damn good matches and some damn good feuds with some people. And Mm -hmm. so I think he and Hangman could have lived up to everything that Hangman and Moxley have put out there. Yeah, I mean, sure, it gets their respective factions involved, and it gets maybe the elite back together, but who and knows? They're working at this point. on that right now. Well, they are, except the elite keep going to the hospital. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The Gee, I wonder who's doing that. <laughs> right? I wonder. I wonder. Don't you know what? Wonder. You know what? The only question I have from all of that is: Don Callis involved somehow? Why would he be involved? I don't know, but it felt that way on Wednesday. Like when the Bucks were going to the hospital, he basically just went, ah, fuck them. And then he kind of, you know, he kind of distracted Kenny when the Blackpool Combat Club came down. And then Hangman got himself involved and saved Kenny Omega from the beating he was Yeah. And then uh-huh. Don did that whole fake fall. Oh, he hurt me, Kenny. He hurt me to like get in between those two. So, either from that, I, my my thoughts were either Don is somehow involved with the Combat Club, or Don is trying to rip Kenny Omega from the Elite because he wants him to focus on being the best bout machine again. I honestly feel like Don Callis is going to take take over the lead man, the point man for the Blackpool Combat Club. That's why he's recruiting Takeshita. Okay. Because Takeshita Takeshita is going to join the Blackpool Combat Club before Don Callis. Yeah. It just just felt like there might be something between he and the Combat Club. And I'm glad you said that because, again, sometimes I'm a psycho. I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking these things or I'm seeing things. It's happened before. But it really felt like somehow, some way, Don was involved in, in all of this shit with the elite, mm-hmm. and it might have been in coercion with the Combat Club. And then he has been whining and dining to Keshta. And if you don't want Kenny in the elite, why would you want to bring somebody else to the elite? Mm-hmm. All of that only makes sense if you're working with the Combat Club. Yep. Yeah. That is... Damn, we're good. We're good. I should change my name to a little less of a South Philly psycho. At least for tonight. (laughs) At this point in time, our theory and thoughts are Don Callis is going to turn on the elite. I mean... Mark it down. Date and time, 9.35, March 24th. All right, we got a ways until double or nothing, but it feels like it right now. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, all of it, that's all we got. Yeah. It's probably going to give me... That's a show. It's probably going to take me 20 minutes to do mine and Wendy's part anyway, so we might as well wrap this up. (laughs) Right? Right? Uh, <clears throat> so 
there's two places on Facebook that you can find us uh, at this moment in time. Uh, you can find us at Top Rope Wrestling Talk. That is our group. That is where we have our fun. We, we post gifts. We have questions. We have threads. We have forums. Uh, Grandma Wendy has her music league that she has put together, um, which is actually really fun. Uh, I'm a part of it. I actually have fun enjoying enjoying it and oh yeah, it's good. Listening shit. to everyone's playlist, so it's kind of cool. Uh, you still have time to join, by the way. If you haven't, find it, join it. Top Rope Wrestling Talk. Then Facebook. you, yes, Facebook. Then the other place you can find us is at Rewind Wrestling Network. Uh, that's the page. That's where you can find our clips of our our show, um, and you can find their show, which is a really good show. Uh, Rewind Wrestling. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then you can find us uh, on the Twitterverse at Top rope wt yes go on there uh follow us uh follow our bloodline uh family uh they are on there you can see them everywhere on our feed and our thread then you can also find us at dom's personally signed sealed delivered instagram handle that he created you can even (sighs) see his name is on the site because I run it. He <laughs> made it. It's at top underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk. Yes, that is it. Thank you, boy Dom. He created it. He it's his page. Three time award winner for worst Instagram handle yeah. ever. And you know what, people? We actually have talked about changing it, but we can't now. No, we can't. This is one, this is the this is the longest running rib in in podcast history. It's one of the trifecta of awards. I can't change it now. <laughs> I don't even think Instagram will let me. They'll be like, "No, sir. Mm-mm. Too much clout. You got to keep it." Okay, cool. All right, thanks, Dom. Instagram. All right, Sorry. Dom. Hit us now with I'm everything. Hit us with everything else that. Yeah. That's okay. What you got for us. So for the last six months. As far as YouTube videos, audio podcasts, you can find uh, you can find all of that content at the Rewind Wrestling Network. That's W R E W I N D P O D C A S T. For anything before the last six months, because we've been at this for going on three and a half years, you can you can catch all our audio podcasts and pick your favorite platform at anchor.fm backslash trwt you can also search youtube for trwt parentheses of fox den john j-a-w-n it's a philly thing because i actually made that one just saying yeah now moving forward if you heard me mention it earlier as of april 7th we will be exclusive to the Bloodline Entertainment Network, which you can follow on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, pretty much every social media at the Bloodline ENT. One word, no capital letters. 
you can find you bruce forgot there's a third place you can find us on facebook now oh yeah that's by searching for the bloodline entertainment network on facebook but you're not just gonna find us you're gonna find the homies from clark street devin and fees you're gonna find mike de niro and the wrestling delorean you're gonna find my man nick and cool keith from the universal wrestling pod you're gonna find jd jd from wrestlebred podcast who just made her bloodline debut last night congratulations welcome to the club you got another sister i love it throw them ones up and more and more of course tim king and the tim king show roto slappers yes. circle of debate with ivan and the crew the list goes on and on and on and on and on but either come to youtube and search for the bloodline network or or you can also find our audio podcasts at uh, www.spreaker.com backslash show backslash the dash bloodline dash entertainment dash network fuck you my instagram handle is so much easier oh now it's yours now it's yours (laughs) now it's yours and if that isn't enough folks you can catch all of our previous uh, all the replays of our previous videos we're soon to be adding the audio all an amazing article section with some tremendous writers that do sports wrestling entertainment anime you name it all in one place and that would be the sexiest website alive yes. which is bloodlinenetwork.com go there you're going to see all the videos from all the podcasters there that have already come out you're going to catch all kinds of articles from tremendously talented writers you're going to see an about us section where you can go and learn a little bit about your friendly bloodline crew and we will soon be adding audio podcasts to that website as well, or at least that's what TK told me, so that's what I'm going to tell y'all. But again, please go to bloodline bloodlinenetwork.com and check it out tonight and subscribe wherever you need to. Follow wherever you need to. If you're feeling this, like this video, hit that subscribe button, ring the bell. If you're feeling us on Twitch, Hit that follow because we just started this shit. We need all the followers we can get. So hit that follow. Eventually, we will have a way for you to subscribe to that too. And last but not least, if you've been riding with us from day one or you're just joining us now, I thank you anyway. And I encourage you to go buy some goddamn merch because I want to get to WrestleMania 40. Okay? You do that by going to TRWT Merch dot threadless.com once you do that our logos are going to pop up i'm going to add a f- i'm adding a few more in the coming weeks if you click those logos you will see a vast amount of options that logo comes on everything from tumblers and coffee mugs to beach towels throw blankets to full bed sp- bed spreads pillows shower curtains uh bath mats hoodies onesies t-shirts slip-on shoes leggings the list goes on and on and on but go to trwtmerch.threadless.com to check it all out and get yours today yes who i'm sweating from all that wendy needs to come back <laughs> right yeah she better be here next week 
Well, with that being said, I'm going to say this. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Oh, thank God he got involved. Enjoy wrestling, boys and girls. If it's not your cup of tea, let someone else drink it. And and fuck it, since he had his first singles match back, goodbye, mwah, and good night. Bang! Deuces, bitches. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward.